Welcome back to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with me. I have a David Bloom on the show with me today. He's the general manager for small and medium-sized business groups with Sterling. David, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Glad to be here. All right, David, give us some background on yourself, on Sterling, and then I want to dive into some of these questions I have lined up for you. Sure. Glad to do it. So my background is largely in digital companies, startups. I ran my own business for about five years, so I know what it's like to try and build a small business and turn it into something bigger. And most recently, I joined Sterling to lead up some of the technical products work, but also now run their small and mid-sized business group. Sterling is one of the world's leading providers of employee background checks, criminal background checks, and identification services. And it's been a great first year since I joined the company. I can't tell you how many times I could have used your service in the past and uh, even most recently. All right. Uh, so Sterling gets, gets into the nitty gritty of what you need to know before you start bringing people on. Well, give me the time frame for, say, that kind of a check. Yeah. Well, most people um, and uh, most people use us right after they've decided on who they want to hire and they use us to confirm that they're making the safe choice. So what they do is they make a conditional offer to a prospective hire and then they run a background check on them and use the information we give them back to confirm, uh, confirm their decision. That's the typical process. Give me some specifics on the screening process, things that, you know, people may not think about in normal red flags that you look into. Oh, yeah. So the background screening industry, which I have now learned over the last year or so, is a lot more complex than it might look uh, from the outside. So there are products called national databases. There are state level or county level criminal searches, sex offender databases. There's a whole lot of stuff. The key thing that I always tell people is to look for a multi-layered search that will look at both local records at the county level, we'll look at the national databases, and we'll also use some historical data, not just looking at what's happening today. When you do all of that, you can typically get a pretty comprehensive picture of who you are thinking about hiring. Tell me about the risk associated with um, uh, with not screening prospective job candidates. I mean, some of us know through experience, but for those who haven't experienced the pain of not doing the proper background check, Give us, give us a heads up of why we really should. Oh, yeah. So for a small business, the cost of a bad hire is both in the money you spend making someone an offer, and that can be over $1,000 depending on the job for most small businesses. And it also means that, the, that you're hiring people who are handling your cash, speaking to your customers, representing your, you, your company, and your brand. And frankly, even going, you know, depending on the job, they may be going into the homes of your customers. So hiring the wrong person can have a profound effect both on your company, your customers, and your community. I agree with you 100%. All right, now tell me about the um, uh, startups. You help people with these startups, mm -hmm. right? Yes, I am both a coach, a mentor. Uh, I've even been helped, I've even had the privilege to work with Defy Ventures, which helps people who are incarcerated and recently released. Uh, get businesses start up, uh, started up. And even now at Sterling, one of the joys I have working with the small and mid-sized business group is that a lot of new companies come our way or businesses that have been around for a long time and are hoping to take their business to the next level. And we get to help them figure out what they're doing, make 
make good hiring decisions or in some of my mentor work, just make smart business decisions. Uh, and I really enjoy it. And I know my team loves it too. All right. Well, some of the ways that you help people, are you guiding them with the exit? Are we putting business plans together? Are you making introductions to coaches that can help them in um, the areas that they're really not schooled in that, that you're going to need for business? I mean, I, I want to hear more about how you engage yeah. with these people. Well, you know, it's interesting. Every entrepreneur needs, has different strengths and weaknesses, right? We're all just right. people. Yeah. Right. But the area, you know, where I would say my superpower is, and it's important for everyone to know what their superpower is, is I'm really good at helping people tell their, helping people tell their story and uncovering what it is uh, that makes them and their idea compelling and be able to communicate that effectively among different audiences. So I love listening to an entrepreneur talk to me about what it is that gets them up in the morning, why they may have quit their last job to sit down at a table and try and hammer out a business and build a, build a value for customers, and then helping them figure out how to communicate why they wake up in the morning and why they wake up in the middle of the night sometimes thinking about it so that everyone that they're trying to do business with gets the same dose of passion that they have. Okay, you've got some experiences under your belt. And is there anything you want to bring out to the audience, both personally and professionally, about how to make sure that they're on the right side of success with this? You know, it's really hard when you are an entrepreneur and you're putting your heart and tears and, uh, and soul into a new business. It's really easy to get so caught up in the day to day trying to solve every possible problem that you lose sight of the big picture, the why you're in business. And when you, but when you focus on why you're in business, it's very clarifying and it helps you eliminate or avoid distractions and go down rabbit holes. You just focus on, on sort of an, in an obsessive way of creating value for your customers. And in return, your customers will create great value for you. So what I often tell, what I often tell entrepreneurs when they're starting is to just never forget why they're there what is the true north and stick with it no matter what got it all right david thanks for being a guest on today's show really appreciate the time you spent with us we'll talk to you again real soon if you have some of these great success stories be don't be afraid to bring them back on our show i'd look forward to it thanks so much for having me you're welcome you've been watching ceo money with michael yorba thanks for joining with us like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel.